Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello there, it's Mary Stone on a very lovely screen porch. It is February, but it's a lovely day. It is sunny and cold, but not freezing. Thank you for joining me, and I want to thank those that reached back after last week's chat. Money Tree of Abundance, Happier House Plants. I hope you have taken up the tradition of gathering rainwater and watering your house plants. They'll be much happier. Mine sure have rebounded. I heard back from Ruth and Jim after they returned from their trip. As you recall from last week, Ruth and Jim's money plant is what inspired the story. Ruth wrote, Good morning, dear friend. So much gratitude for you taking care of our plant family and the moisture meter. It was an amazing trip on many levels. One of them was seeing all the different plants in that climate. They were in Sedona, I should mention. We were having fun identifying the different plants with an app Jim downloaded. I think it's called Picture This. And then she wanted to invite me to lunch as a thank you. So I wrote back, Welcome home, Ruth. It was a delight to visit your plant babies, so much so that it became a column and podcast topic. Your trip sounds fabulous, and I can't wait to hear about it, but no need to thank me. That's what friends are for. I'm singing the song as I write. I I then wrote that the Picture This app is certainly very helpful and a lot of fun to use, but uh, I love to see some of the mistaken identities it comes up with, so can't really take it for granted that it's always accurate. And then I mentioned to her that I had not gotten to the tropical plant behind the piano. They have a beautiful grand piano because Jim does piano lessons. I just couldn't figure out how to do it without making a wet mess. Likely crawling under the piano, but with a watering wand? Too scary. (laughs) So she wrote, I usually just hang the watering wand over the piano and cross my fingers. Love you too. There's nothing like dear friends. Speaking of love, we are on the cusp of Valentine's Day, so I thought I'd dig up a story from a few years ago that starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners and readers. Do you recall Valentine's Day traditions as a kid having to bring cards to school? It was an assignment, an obligation, one for each classmate. Cards came in assortment packs, and while the sayings were mostly about friendliness, which isn't a bad thing, connotations of romance were sometimes there. How awkward it felt. And as it turns out, Valentine card assortments for kids haven't changed much based on a collection I came across the other day. You're a very nice Valentine, a bear holding a heart. I dig you, a skunk holding a heart. As an adult, Valentine's Day melancholy remains because it's commercially driven, though the history as a day honoring the early saint named Valentinos is fascinating. Credit goes to English poet Geoffrey Chaucer in the 14th century, for shifting the association of St. Valentine's Day to romantic love, a connotation that spread across countries and religions. I remember incoming flowers when working in an office eons ago, amongst other 20-something-year-olds. It became a competition, almost. Receivers proudly displayed their bounty on their desks, as if touting that their somebody loved them more than another somebody, based on their bouquet's magnitude. But you can't take it out on the flowers, primarily bouquets of roses, or arrangements of assorted flowers along with roses. Then there's one red rose, the iconic symbol of I love you, 
the same meaning as a bouquet of red. So you may as well save your dough and spring for a single red rose rather than a dozen. Dark pink or peach means appreciation. Light pink, admiration. Yellow, friendship. Orange, desire. Lavender, enchantment. White, I am worthy of you. White and red together, we belong together. Then there's the tradition of giving chocolates. Far more enticing, not being a rose person. I find roses hard to grow, attracting a plethora of diseases and insects. I have two rose bushes from the previous owner. Each spring I marvel over their shiny maroon new growth and consider tackling the upcoming pests. The idea quickly fades when aphids and black spot takes over. Even knockout roses, introduced as carefree, are often riddled with rose rosette caused by a virus spread by dust-sized mites. Never mind the Japanese beetles that chomp the heck out of them in summer, but you can't take it out on the roses. And many clients and dear friends have a green thumb for them. So maybe it's just me. I do love the beauty and fragrance, as you may recall from episode 72, Beauty and Beast of Roses. I invite you to tune into it. It's really a special one. I'll put a direct link in the show notes to make it easy for you to find. <laughs> Legend has it, the Aztecs considered chocolate an aphrodisiac. It's true that chocolate is proven to elevate moods, much like falling in love. I wonder if the types of chocolates have a meaning. Perhaps white chocolate means, I am worthy of you, too. Though dark chocolate, especially with nuts, is the most worthy of my indulgence, especially with a red wine chaser. <laughs> Smile face. Rather than cut flowers that quickly fade, why not give the gift of growth and abundance, such as seeds for a vegetable or flower garden? But please don't skip the chocolates, dear. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com So I have to say, I don't know about you, but Valentine's Day to me has never been a favorite holiday. I do find the commercialism of it kind of over the top. And it's a lot of pressure, especially for the guys. Sorry, guys. You don't need to indulge in a huge bouquet. Just provide a single red rose and chocolate. Yes, don't forget the chocolate. Anyway, I wanted to mention that I heard back from my brother, Rick, after I shared the episode that featured his special creation, the one about sedum and succulent gardens, episode 145, and he, he wrote back, Super! I listened to my big sister's advice, and I retooled the feature using plastic decking material. Oh my goodness! A perfect follow-up. You are such a good student. Your succulents look stunning. His design was simplified as well, and Mr. Engineer had to give me the whole skinny. He used a straight piece, leaving the entire side open that was not visible from the patio anyway. He put a pipe in the ground on the bottom open end, an attachment to the wall on the other, which provided plenty of stability. Wow, 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 I can't wait to update the story, I wrote back, and I did. I posted the picture of his creation on the blog post, and I'll put a link in the show notes. It's so fun to see. I have to say, though, Big Sister had to do a little research because I wanted to make sure that that composite deck material does not leach plastic. And I did some due diligence, and as it turns out, it seems to be perfectly fine. Many deck composite companies, of course, say it's perfectly fine, but I dug a little deeper and found a website called Earth Easy that confirmed it is indeed safe to use composite deck material. Anyway, I want to thank you for visiting with me. I hope you enjoy the season of love, the holiday of love, which is every day, not just Valentine's Day. 
I really appreciate our time together and I enjoyed so much and I hope you have as well. And if so, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already so it magically appears in your feed and share with others if you don't mind so more can join us in learning and growing in the garden of life. It means so much. See you next time. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.